You would not believe what happened today. Let's talk tonight. I need your opinion on this outfit. Please call me as soon as possible. FaceTime later? I miss you. Call me. Call me. I have the best story to tell you. Call me. Bye. Hi, buddy. What up? Oh, hey. <laughs> Hello. Hi. <laughs> Welcome back to the Call Me In Five podcast. What's going on? <laughs> we will shortly be bringing you the third Call Me In Five Chronicles. Ooh. But first, do we have any announcements? Mm. Yesterday, Brittany gave my number to a really cute boy oh, yeah. at Trader Joe's. And he never texted back. Hey, really cute boy at Trader Joe's, if you're listening. That's um, what I'm thinking. On the note, it said, if you're under 18, rip up the note. What if he's, like, yeah. 17? Oh, Ew. I know. Ick. Not trying to catch a case. No. And that's the problem at this age. Sometimes right. I see someone, and I'm like, oh, they're cute. And then I'm like, ooh. They could be. They could they be. They might be 18. Right. Mm-hmm. Which, that's not much better. I mean, no. it is, because it's... Legal, but... Not illegal, <laughs> but... <laughs> Still. Um, we um, made a cheese board. We and did. it was delicious. And we ate the entire thing. Yeah, we, we demolished did. the entire thing, actually. Yeah. Never had more cheese and fruit and crackers. <laughs> that's not true. I love cheese. Um, Lydia's mom made us watch a scary movie. Um, yep. It was about aliens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all I got I took a nap on Lydia's couch she just woke up two seconds ago mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, oh I also got airpods so I'm in my Ooh. airpod era wow she's rich you must make a lot of money at your job huh oh. Yeah. yeah, teaching really, like, pays the bills. Mm. That's why you did it. It's be a really big money maker. For the fame maker. and the money. For the yeah. fame and the money. <laughs> um, I know I'm really late to the game, and AirPods have been out for forever. I didn't yeah. even get the newest ones. I got the Generation 2, not the Pro. Mm. But I don't like how the Pro ones feel. Like, I hate AirPods, or whatever, earbuds with, like, the little foam... Yeah, I like don't like rubber those. or whatever. They don't stay in my ear. No, they don't for me either. And I've never had a problem with like the normal Apple headphones. So I just got Generation 2 because they're cheap. <laughs> and how much were they? On Amazon, it was only 100 bucks. Mm. And I, I got a really cute case for them. So. Mm-hmm. Pop off. Thank you. I will. We're going to a concert tomorrow. <gasps> Hopefully yeah. it doesn't rain. <laughs> I've been to a concert in the rain. Even more fun, actually. It, I, I do see it being yeah. fun that way. Like, I'm not... Yeah. I mean, hopefully oh, it's not, like, storming. Right. Because, it, yeah, it is outside. So um, we don't want Although, to once you hear this, it'll already have been past for the month. <laughs> So, we'll be starting school. I will have already. I think I start school a month from today. Ew. September So 6th. do we. Oh my goodness. Nobody speaks oh, no. to me. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. We do. September 6th. One month. Ew. Oh. Uh, 
Hashtag hot girl summer is almost over. (laughs) Just thinking about the amount of things that I have to do before the day of school starting. That's why I'm just not thinking about it. (laughs) It's it's summer still, so I'm just choosing to put it out of my mind. Right. Perfect. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Well, if we don't have anything else, we have... Um, a hot seat question for Jalen today. Perfect. So, I've never bum, led hot bum, seat. Bum, bum. Hot, hot seat! seat. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, welcome to leading the hot seat, Lydia. Thank you so wow. much. This might be a question we've already asked before, but I'm going to oh. ask it anyway. Okay. Hmm. If there is one TV show character that you relate to, who would it be? Mm. Don't answer right away. Oh, I almost we have did. to answer. I, I know that's why I told you. <laughs> it's we been a while since we've done in it. A minute. Okay, I. I know yours already. Oh. Oh, well, maybe you don't. No, I do. Mm. I want to know what mine is. I'm really good. Okay, I would say Jessica Day. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> From um, what? New Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd probably be it. Oh, so did you have your answer before I said it? Sorry. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. You just love dirty dancing? Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's... I break for birds and I rock a lot of polka dots. <laughs> and I have touched glitter in the last 24 hours. <laughs> that doesn't mean that I'm not smart and strong and brave. <laughs> Boom. Wow. Jessica Day. Very good. Um, Yours would be... You're giving me um, JJ from Criminal Minds right now. Oh. Yeah. I'm just so serious. Brittany is Sean. Sean Spencer? Yeah. yeah. I like that. 1,000%. I, what I would hope for myself is Rory Gilmore. Oh. I don't like Rory Gilmore. Well, she doesn't like you. She doesn't. We wouldn't get along. <laughs> she doesn't understand. She doesn't understand. You don't like She's literally Gilmore an idiot. <laughs> well, she also is a high schooler, so. Um, no, her in college, idiot. <laughs> were you not an idiot in college? No, I was the smartest person. You were oh, okay. most definitely an idiot. <laughs> you didn't know me until the last year of college, so That's you can't say you were still an idiot when I met you. <laughs> still are. <laughs> Thanks, okay, Jalen, for playing hot seat. Help! You're welcome. Um, this is my cry for help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being held hostage <laughs> by people who. Are mean to me. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) This just in, we have learned so many new facts about Lydia this week. Number one, she played the trumpet. Number two, she has a basement in her house. Um, Number, what was that? That was number two. Number three, um, the light switch and the fan, not the same thing. Not connected. Which is nice. That is it nice. It is nice. But it doesn't make sense but it in my just brain. it is not normal. I've never experienced one not like that. There's another thing, too. Do you remember allergic what it was? to grass. Oh, yeah. Lydia's allergic to grass. Well. Number four. Mind blown. Wow. We're terrible friends, huh? 
I guess. <laughs> so sorry. Here's my formal apology. Okay. okay. Um, we gotta close that hot seat. I already said thank you like oh. five minutes ago. Bum, bum, bum. Well, you didn't do the song, and I didn't say it was an honor for me to be a part of it. <laughs> Go ahead. Was it an honor for you? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thanks for coming. You're welcome. Ick. Okay, so we're doing our third Call Me in Five Chronicles book. I think this is my favorite series that we do. Like, our mm. series, what do you call it? You call it a series? Series yeah. of episodes? We can call it whatever we want. Series of unfortunate events. Yep, that's it. <laughs> and <laughs> our first one was last summer. Then we did one for Christmas. Aww. We've had a couple other Calming Five Chronicles, like, episodes come out where we didn't actually, like, review a book, but we talked about book things. Um, and we'll probably do that more later, too, because that's just our We're big obsession. readers. We're in our reading era right now. Um, but this is our third book. It's Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. And, um, oh, just a disclaimer. Apparently, we learned or we read that she's wanted <laughs> for questioning for a case of murder. In Africa. In Africa. Um, which is where her and her husband lived. Right. And how she herself knows so much about nature. All right. So, it's like... Suppo- it supposes that this is based on... True events. True events. Absolutely not. <laughs> no barking in the I'm podcast. in my barking era. <laughs> no. <laughs> I hate that. It's disgusting. It's so funny. No. <laughs> I do it because every time Brittany laughs and every time you say that's disgusting. It's <laughs> disgusting. It's so funny. It's a funny joke. <laughs> that was really good. I will laugh at anything though. So. She really will. Um, so I saw some people that were like, we should not be supporting her. Blah, 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 because she's a murderer, potentially, blah, blah, blah. But then someone else was like, well, if we didn't support her because of that, we just couldn't ever support any author because no one's perfect. And I was like... Gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, But also, maybe if there are authors that you, like, don't agree with or XYZ, but you want to read their books, you can borrow them from friends or get them secondhand. Or, like, that kind of thing if you're wanting to, like, not support an author. So, mm. I don't know. I just thought that was an interesting discussion yeah. that I've seen lately. Yeah. They're like, I'm not even going to read this book because she's a actual terrible person. Make right. sure to do research on the author before you read the book. I've <coughs> <laughs> seen that a lot. lot. And I'm just like... I just read mm. books for my own enjoyment. Right. Like, I read this book long before that ever came yeah. out. Yeah. Me too. I think that if it is based on a true story, well, she clearly got away with it. So, <laughs> pop off, I guess. Yeah, it's like gatekeep girl boss. <laughs> pop off about murder. You're like, well, you got away from it. <laughs> she, made, she got rich, so she really won, I guess. <laughs> Jalen's like, as long as you get away with it, I condone it. <laughs> Awesome. Ick. <laughs> well, 
So anyway, um, <laughs> that's about Delia Owens. Um, but we always start every episode with a summary of the book because mm-hmm. if you didn't read it yourself then and you're not planning on it, then you can at least hear our summary and know what we're talking about. So you don't have to skip this episode because why would you skip an episode? <laughs> That'd be pretty lame. Yeah, it'd be super lame. So lame of you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here is the summary. Catherine Danielle Clark, otherwise referred to as Kaya or to the public as the Marsh Girl, has learned to live her life completely isolated. Her mother left when Kaya was just a child and her siblings and father followed suit not long after. Sequestered to the shack where she grew up, Kaya spends her days digging up mussels to sell, avoiding members of Social Security who want to put her in a group home. Social Security? Social Services? Social Services, thank you. (laughs) Social Services who want to put her in a group home and observing the natural rhythm of life happening all around her. In all her life, Kaya spent only one day in school where her peers called her swamp trash and laughed at her inability to do basic elementary school skills. Enter Tate Walker. A former friend of Kaya's brother, Tate slowly gains her trust and becomes her only friend. Through his companionship, she learns to read and count and learns about love. But Kaya isn't a stranger to loneliness, and she finds herself back in its foothold when Tate leaves her college and decides not to return Mm. to her. Back on her own, Kaya eventually runs into Chase Andrews, a boy from town, and they begin their own love affair. Only after Kaya finds out that he's engaged are things broken off and ties are cut between the two. However, Chase wants to have the final word. Months later, when Chase winds up dead, Kaya is put on trial for his murder. Is she innocent, or did nature do what nature has to, to survive? Whoa. Whoa. You're so good good at that. Thank you so much. (laughs) To quote Jalen the first time. Wow. We all know. (laughs) Holy smokes. (laughs) I will never forget that. I literally <laughs> thought that that was just professional writing, and then you said you wrote it, and I said, well, "Holy smoke!" I said at the beginning that I wrote it. I didn't hear it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Never. Do. I was too focused on the words. <laughs> Add that to the things you learned about me. <laughs> you what? <laughs> okay. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Jalen, take it away. With the timeline? <laughs> With the timeline? <laughs> yes. Okay. Look at the thing that I wrote. Well, I'm looking at the timeline, so I can't look at that. Whoa. Well, Chaotic. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> so I put together a little timeline. Um, first thing you need to do... Need to know... for what? For the book. I know. Like, what is the purpose of us talking about the timeline? Um, it goes over the main events of the book. Okay. That that's are... all I was trying to get at. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the main events of the book. The first thing you need to know is it goes back and forth in time. So every chapter, it'll tell you what year it is. So, some of it's in the present, and then a lot of it is in the past, and it kind of meets up at the end. Um, So, the prologue is just, like, one page, and you find out that there's been a murder, 
of Chase Andrew. Andrews. Andrews. Ew, that sounded weird. Chase Andrew. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the police, like, there's, they can't find any fingerprints, and there's no footprints, so they suspect foul play. Um, And then it goes back into the past, and you meet Kaya, who is six at the time, (sighs) and her mom ends up leaving because her dad is trash. He's abusive. Yeah. In Um, every aspect. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Not everyone. Well, he's... Psychologically. Physically. Yeah. So it's not a good home situation. So her mom leaves, and then very quickly the rest of her siblings follow. But she stays. Um, And then social services comes to get her. She goes to school for one day. And everybody's mean to her. Mm -hmm. It's really sad. So she leaves, and she never goes back. Um, and then you kind of meet Tate at that point. He helps her get home because she's on the boat by herself for the first time and she gets lost, but they're just still like seven and he's what? 12. Yeah. So they're still little. He's a little bit older than her. Right. Um, and then her dad is nice for a while, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, which is really sweet. And I know I felt a lot of hope. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, maybe they can, yeah, you know. patch things up. I hated that I liked him. Yeah. I know. Yeah. He um, even gives her like his old bag from the army. Right. Yeah. To store all of her f- shells and feathers and nests that she collects. Yeah. Um. But then that all ends because their mom sends a letter. Um. You don't know what the letter says because he reads it and then he burns it. And he burns, like, all of her beautiful paintings and dresses and everything of hers. Um, so then he's not nice anymore. Uh, then it kind of flashes back to the present and it talks about, like, what the police are hearing rumors of the Marsh Girl and Chase being involved together. And that's, like, when they first start to suspect her. Right. Um, and then it goes back into the past, and her dad leaves and just never comes back. Um, so now she's all alone, and so she starts to sell mussels to Jumpin' and Mabel. Mm -hmm. Um, and they kind of help her out with, like, clothes and food and stuff, um, and it's really sweet. And then, flash forward a little bit, she meets Tate Walker. He is just the most wholesome king. Um, and he, he, like, leaves her feathers, and they play this, like, little feather game, and then he teaches her how to read, and eventually, after a while, they kiss, and they are dating, um, which is really wholesome. It was really sweet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, flash forward again, they find red fibers on Chase Andrews' clothes, so that's important. Flashback, um, Tate's leaving for college, and he says he's going to come back for Kaya, but he doesn't. Spoiler, he doesn't. And she is heartbroken, and it is so sad. So yep. sad. Weeping forever about it. Yeah. Um, and then four years go by, and then she meets Chase. He takes her on a date, and he tries to have sex with her, but she runs away. But then he convinces her... To date him anyways. Yeah. Um, just by, like, taking it slow. Right. He's like, I won't do anything if you don't want me to. 
toxic. She's like, okay. <laughs> but doesn't she run all the way home on their first date? Mm-hmm. Doesn't she make it all the way back? Yeah. Yeah. In the book, I think he comes back at a later date or like a few days later yeah. or something. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, okay. Now we're at the present again. The police figure out that, um, his body was missing a shell necklace that Kai gave to him. So it's another big piece of evidence. But they don't know. Do they, they don't know, know that Kai gave it to hers him? Yeah. They just know that he wears it all the time. Well, no. The mom came down to the station and told them that uh, it's from her. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, that's what the mom said in the chapter. Good old um, Mrs. Andrews. Patty Ew. Love. Oh, that's her name. <laughs> it is her name. I forgot. <laughs> um, okay, so then Chase and Kaya, they've been dating for a while, and he says, like, I'm going to marry you. And then after he says that, he's like, yeah, I'm going out of town. Like, come with me. And it's overnight, but that's fine because we're adults. And then he takes her to a motel and has sex with her, which is gross. Um... In the book, he tells her, don't you think we've waited long enough? Or, like, Ugh. don't you think it's time? Yeah. Yeah, like, what, what are we so waiting for? So, technically, there was consent. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, there was no love. No. <laughs> no. no, he was just taking advantage mm-hmm. of her. Um, and then Tate is back. He's been back for a little while at this point. Ugh. But he comes and finds her once he finds out that he she is with Chase. Um, he tries to tell her that Chase isn't good enough for her. And then she finds she out. She pops off. Well, she him. does pop off on Tate. She She's does. like, you she, you treated me no better. She throws rocks at him. Yeah. As she should. I think she mm-hmm. called him a chicken shit. That's <laughs> what she called him in the book. Facts. Uh, <laughs> but... Then she had, she does find out that Chase is actually engaged to another girl. It's on a on right. a newspaper. Did we ever say why Tate decided not to come back? Um, I didn't. Say. But yeah. Um. So when he went to college, he basically was just not able to see how like Kaya could fit into his life, and he felt like he had to choose between like living a normal life or like being with Kaya basically. Um, but then, like, we'll see if that changes in the future. But, like, that's why he didn't come back initially, because he oh. just couldn't see, like, how the two could work together. A true coward for not saying right. a single word to her. Right. For years? You... I... He could have at least been, like, I'm sorry and breaking so up I am so mad you. at him for that. Me too. Unacceptable behavior. But he was so sorry, I would have instantly forgiven him. <laughs> that's my toxic trait. <laughs> Yeah, among many, but <laughs> when reading this book, I was just like instantly forgiven. Like I did, I was so mad for a little while. I said, oh. mm. "No." I saw Tate, and I said, "I love you." <laughs> <laughs> um. So she's really mad that he's engaged, and yeah. Um. And then the next thing is that she writes to a publisher, like she wants to publish a book mm-hmm. about the marsh. And they send word back that they want to publish her book, Queen. Uh, okay, flash forward again to the police. Um, they find out that Kaya was gone out of town the night that Chase Sanders died. Mm-hmm. So that's a big factor. Right, because how could she kill him if she was right. gone? Right, 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 right. There's witnesses that saw her getting on the bus. 
she was not there. People who saw her in the place she went to. Right. Right. Say she did not leave the whole night. Right. Okay, then we come back. Her book is published, and somebody comes to visit her. She doesn't know who it is. Um, and it ends up being her brother, Jody. Ugh. Um, he saw her book in a store and immediately came back to see if she was still there. And it's really sweet. They, like, reconnect for a few days. They talk about their mom who died. Yeah. And, like, he had a bunch of her paintings, so that was really cool mm-hmm. for Kaya to see and, like, keep. And then she was able to, like, see what her siblings looked like because when they left, she was only, like, six or seven. And mm-hmm. so she couldn't... Before she could read, she didn't remember their names except for Jody. And then she didn't remember their faces either. Yeah. And so seeing the painting was like... Yeah, their mom painted mm-hmm. all of them. And a, and a painting of her and Tate. <gasps> that is the cutest thing I've ever yeah. heard. <laughs> um, but it's really wholesome for her to just have family again. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, and then it goes back to the present. And the police find a red hat that matches the fibers found on Chase in Kaya's house. So then Kaya is arrested and the trial starts. Um, okay, then go back again. Now we're really close to almost the same time frame. We're getting mm-hmm. right. real close. So um, Kaya is out searching for shells and Chase shows up. Again, this is after like she's mad at him for being engaged or whatever. Uh, so they're not together anymore, but he's right. mad about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, like, attacks her and yeah. tries to rape her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but she gets away. She, like, hits him and kicks him, and she gets away. Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, like, yells at him that if he ever tries to bother her, she'll kill him. And there's a witness for that, too. So that's not great for her. Right. Um. And then she plans on going to meet her publishers, and that's when she's out of town the night that Chase was murdered. Right. So she comes back and finds out that he's dead, um, and now everything's caught up, so then it's, like, just the whole trial, mm-hmm. um, and basically the, the argument is that she, like, came back on a midnight bus and killed him and then went back. But and was, disguise. like, in disguise. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? Yeah. That was the whole trial, basically. Um, but she ends up being found not guilty. The, her lawyer, I wrote so many times in my book, Go Off Tom. Yes! <laughs> um, he, like, ugh, he made me cry, too. Like, in his, like, closing words or whatever, he was saying how, like, they need to remember that the only reason she was an outsider is because they made her one. Like, it's not her fault. Like, she's different. But, like, it said something like, is she different because she's different or because we made her that way Honestly. or something? Yeah. So he was, like, talking about that, and then at the very end he was saying how the whole prosecution, is that the mm-hmm. other side? Yeah. They were saying things that were all theoretical, but right. her side, defending her, 
was all based in fact. Yeah. Um, and so I just, I don't know, it was fun to, like, read that side of things. Yeah. I thought the um, trial was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tom's a king. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's found not guilty. She goes back home, and her and Tate end up getting back together, which is really sweet. Mm-hmm. And then the last few chapters are just, like, her and Tate, like, living a long life in the marsh and, like, working on all things science Mm -hmm. and animals and plants and things like that. Um, And then the end of the book is Kaya, she dies in 2009. Right. And Peacefully. Yeah, in a boat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, is that the same in the book? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and Tate is really sad, and he's, like, going through her things and sending them to some science lab or something. University. (laughs) Um, and he finds this box in the floor of her house. Yeah. Underneath the wood pile that she always had, and in the box there were, there was the shell necklace, and then all of these poems, because a big part of the book, too, is... She would, like, recite these poems by this author. Right. Once she learned to read, then she, like, became obsessed with her mom's poetry books. Mm-hmm. And, like, reading poetry and, like, even coming up with some of them on her own. Right. So you... So at that point, you find out that this author that she's been quoting the whole book is actually her. It's her own poetry. Amanda Hamilton. All of these poems and... There's one poem called The Firefly that I'm going to read. (laughs) Um, So it's called The Firefly. Luring him was as easy as flashing valentines. But like a lady firefly, they hid a secret call to die. A final touch, unfinished. The last step, a tap. Down, down he falls, his eyes still holding mine until they see another world. I saw them change. First a question... Then an answer, finally an end, and love itself passing to whatever it was before it began. Chills. Whoa. Brittany's face. This is the first time she's ever heard it. So it's like her. Feels like it every time. It's like her confession to To killing him. Killing him. So it was true. Um, The disguises and everything. That's so crazy. Um, And that's, that's the last page of the book so Tate throws his shell back in the ocean oh yeah Yeah. sorry yeah burns up the thing that it was he burns all the poems and puts the shell back into nature so that no one will ever know that she did icon (laughs) Um, so whoa Now we're just going to talk about our thoughts on the book. I don't, I mean, maybe you just figured this out by listening, but this is our second time reading this one. We've never mm-hmm. done a book like that, that we've already read before. Um, although it'd been at least a year for all of us since yeah. we last yeah. read it. Um, but we're just going to talk about our thoughts. I will say, I kind of told Jalen and Brittany this already, but... I was kind of afraid that reading it the second time I wouldn't like it as much as I did the first time because the last time I read it 
the only other book I'd read was like a year before that and since then it was like probably not since like junior high like hardly read any books so was this the book that got you back into reading no no well sure (laughs) um but I did just read it after like a long time of not reading and I gave it five stars but it's not very hard for me to give a book five stars (laughs) and so and especially like I think about all the books that I read before I started reading a bunch this year and I think all of them I gave for the most part like five stars because I'm like wow that was so good Um, so I was worried that maybe that would be the case with this one, but I just finished it, like, literally this morning, like, a few hours ago, and it was just as good as the first time, Mm -hmm. so I really enjoy it. I know a lot of people think that it's slow, which it's not, like, it's very descriptive, so if you're not, like, obsessed with, like, super descriptive writing and stuff, then, like, it might not be the book for you, but... I love how we get to, like, learn about Kaya as -hmm. she goes, like, grows up, like, over multiple years. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. Like, everything about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love the descriptive writing in it, and I love how it goes back and forth in time. I think it gives a cool perspective, and you get to, like, kind of know things along the way and see certain clues. Um... And just, I think the story is so sweet with her and Tate, and also just deals with a lot of, like, society issues Mm. of, like, judging people and bias and things like that, so Mm -hmm. I thought it was, I mean, I think it's one of my favorite books of all time, so, yeah. It was really good. What are your thoughts? Um, The first time I read it was in 2020, and I was reading it... Well, I was working at Starbucks, and a customer came in and was like, are you reading that? And I said, yes. <laughs> she said, oh my god, it's my favorite book. And I said, oh, good. Because <laughs> uh, I wasn't sure at first. And then I read mm-hmm. it, and I was like, oh my god, every person on this planet needs to read this book, too. Because I just, the twist ending, it really yeah. did it for me. Just the I, multiple twists. I remember when you were reading it. Um, I remember when, when you were reading when she got her period, (laughs) I remember that (laughs) and you were really uncomfortable. And then I think it was probably when Chase attacked her that you got so mad and you had to like take a break. Probably. (laughs) And I was like, whoa. Something about me, I live the books. (laughs) So if anything bad happens, it's happening to me. Yep. (laughs) Which, okay, I've talked on the podcast before how I have a book club with a couple people and I learned that not everybody does that like some people like to like they're like who do you picture as being like the main character and then they read it like picturing that person in their head I'm Mm -hmm. like no I'm the main character it's It's happening to me (laughs) but not everybody does that Weird. So. Like, even if the book is in third person, like, it's talking about another person. Yeah. It's me. It's me. Whoa. All the things sure. they're saying, they're saying it right to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyways, as I, Jalen and I found out that Taylor Swift was writing <gasps> the song for the movie. Oh, my gosh. Which was really just, just the, real, the selling point. The cherry on top. Right, right. Because, love the book, found out there's going to be a movie, Reese Witherspoon 
got involved, the queen, Taylor Swift. So I'm Blake just... Lively. <laughs> just kidding. She's not affiliated. Reese Witherspoon is not Blake Lively. <laughs> um, and then the trailer came out, and it is... <gasps> we watched it so many times. Watched like 12 times in a row. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then we reread the book before the movie, and just... It's so good. Yeah. If you haven't read it, we recommend it. <laughs> yeah. Even my 26-year-old brother has read it, so... And he liked it. He did. He liked it yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, should we share some of, sh- shum? Yeah. Some of our favorite quotes? I'd love yes. to share some quotes. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, okay, I've been annotating my books lately, and... I think I finally found a system that works because even though I've had fun just like underlining things, it's felt kind of chaotic. Like there's no really like rhyme or reason to what I'm doing. I'm just like, oh, I like this. Let me underline it. Yeah. And in this book, I finally felt like I had a good system. So I used three different colors and one was for like things about the plot or just things that I like wanted to remember. Obviously like I wouldn't underline the whole book, but, like, right. <laughs> things that were important um, or just lines that I thought were good. And then another color was for, like, words that I thought were really meaningful. And then the last one is for, like, romance. Um, and I think I'm going to do that moving forward. And maybe I'll, like, depending on the book, maybe I'll add other ones or something. But I have a quote for each one. So... Ooh. My first one is just being near him and not even that close had eased her tightness. Ugh. Um, and I, that one's the romance one. The next one, this one's kind of romantic too, but it, I made it be like the plot. Um, and it was Tate telling Kaya, knowing you're okay is all I ever wanted in my life. Aww. And then finally, like words that are meaningful, I did, or I underlined, people forget about creatures who live in shells. Oh. Um, I just... Because she's a creature who lives in a shell? Yeah, she is. Ugh. Which, that's another thing about the writing, like, there are so many metaphors to her life Mm -hmm. within it, like, when we're... Jalen read the Firefly poem, but Kaya was, like, basically telling us about fireflies and how female fireflies like survive and praying mantis I have and praying mantises and then you like get to see that come to life in her own life too so mm-hmm. I have the quote that kind of goes along with what Lydia was saying so when she, when she's in the marsh she's watching these fireflies and it says female fireflies draw in strange males with dishonest signals and eat them Mantis females devour their own mates. Female insects, Kaya thought, know how to deal with their lovers. <laughs> um, so good. <laughs> so it's just like a huge clue and foreshadowing mm-hmm. to how she deals with Chase. Um, so that quote, I was just like, <gasps> hilarious. Um, okay, my other quotes are, this one is in the book twice. And it makes me cry both times. Um, And it's with Tate and his dad. So it says, Mm -hmm. His dad told him many times that the definition of a real man is one who cries without shame, reads poetry with his heart, 
feels opera in his soul and do- does what's necessary to defend a woman. I have that one too. Ugh. I love that. <laughs> also, we love the character development of his dad. Yeah. Because yeah. at dad... the beginning, he like was kind of siding with the rest of the town, like, she's trash, whatever, like, I don't approve of you being with her, Yeah. but then by the end, he's like, no, you were right, (laughs) and he shows up at the hearing and everything. Um, And then my last quote is just my favorite one from the whole book, which is, I wasn't aware that words could hold so much. I didn't know a sentence could be so full. Mm. And that's when Kaya's learning how to read, and she reads her first sentence out loud. (laughs) Tate I could cry. Screaming. <laughs> Tate says there will never be a day in your life that you don't know how to read. I could cry. The teacher in me? We yeah. got weeping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had the one about Tate's dad's definition about being a man. <sighs> I can scream about it. <laughs> um, some other ones I have. Autumn leaves don't just fall. They fly. They take their time and wander on this. Their only chance to soar. <sighs> Shut up. Um, another <laughs> one. Ugh. This one makes me scream. Uh, please don't talk to me about isolation. No one has uh, No one has to tell me how it changes a person. I have lived it. I am and isolation. isolation. <gasps> yeah. I am isolation. Um, and then going off of that one. Um, she said, it says, she knew the years of isolation had altered her behavior until she was different from others, but it wasn't her fault she'd been alone. Most of what she knew she had learned from the wild. Nature had nurtured, tutored, and protected her when no one else would. Uh, yeah. Mm. Shut up. So good. That's like a big part too, is like she doesn't see the murder as a bad thing. Like, she sees it as, like, that's part of nature. nature's way of... That's how she has... She has to do it in order to survive. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's and that's because she grew up with nature as her m- parents. Literally, it talks about how this, the marsh is her mother. Mm-hmm. Or a friend that she's known forever. Oh, that's another one of my favorite quotes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. um the next thing we're gonna do is talk about some discussion questions so b-dog yep (laughs) okay going off to what we kind of just talked about the marsh is almost a character in itself Mm -hmm. and kaya's surroundings inform and shape her as a person we're introduced to the swamp before it's introduced before we're introduced to kaya herself Mm. it says Marsh is not swamp. Marsh is a space of light where grass grows in water and water flows into the sky. Why do you think the writer chose to open with these words? Did you like the long descriptive passages or would you have preferred less of them? I loved them. I loved them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that that's what helps it feel like a character. Right? Yeah. Because you're right. Like, at certain points in the book, we learn that there are developers coming through wanting to, like, dry up the marsh or like turn into like all these different things Mm -hmm. and I just know that if that had happened I like would have been heartbroken (laughs) Mm -hmm. right I do I think the marsh was like was a character like a big part of it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah. I agree um I feel like if 
the author didn't describe the marsh that way like the reader would also think of her as like this the weird marsh girl right Mm -hmm. true like we through the author's eyes have like the same connection to the marsh that Kaya does right yeah and it that's just like where all the symbolism comes from too Mm -hmm. yeah and so like you get to see so many things that she's talking about that happen in nature also happen like with the humans Mm -hmm. (laughs) wow Okay. Do you think Kaya's life would have been different if she stayed in school? Yes. Mm, yeah. How so? She might have started relying on, like, other people rather than herself or even, like, the marsh, like we were just mm-hmm. talking about. And, like, she would have learned, but that just would have, like, changed everything because she also, right. like, would have met so many different people and, like... Yeah. She wouldn't be the marsh girl that she was. Right. You know, like, the reason why she, like, gained so much knowledge of the marsh, because that was all she had. Right, and that's ultimately, like, what led her to success, too. Right. So even though it was, like, a difficulty when she was younger, mm-hmm. it's also, like, her greatest, like, success. Right. In the book, we find out why her mom never came back. Her mom ended up getting, well, she, her mom had, like, a a psychotic break or something. Because yeah. she, for a year, she forgot that she had kids. And then she remembered. And she wouldn't even speak for six months. Right. She remembered. And then her sister helped her write a letter to Kai's dad saying that she wanted to come and get them. And then he responded that if she ever tried to contact them again, that he would beat them unrecognizable, mm-hmm. which would be something that he would do. Right. right. But we never find out where her dad. her dad went. It would say that he would disappear for days, but we find out that he, like, he liked to gamble, you know, he liked to drink. But why do you think he never came back? I think he died. Maybe not right away, but I don't know. I think that his habits, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he got in a fight or just like got way too drunk one night. Um, I could also see him trying to like win over someone else though. Because we do read at one point about how he like actually wasn't terrible at the beginning. And, yeah. Like, he really did love her mom. He, like, left his home area to go, like, pursue her. Mm-hmm. Although that was more so, like, motivated by money. Yeah. Because <laughs> her family was wealthy. But then he, like, ends up going to the war. And then after the war, he, like, well, he's yeah. injured in the war. And then, like, that's just when it all goes downhill. So that's what, um, like, maybe, I don't know. I guess I don't know if I see that happening. Because, like, before all that happened, like, he was... A good person, in quotes, but then, like, after all that trauma, just, yeah, right. he couldn't handle anything anymore. So, I don't know if he would have been able to woo somebody new, or, like, yeah. I don't know, maybe. If he had stayed, do you think her life would have been better or worse with him in it? Worse. Worse. Why? Because he's abusive. <laughs> <laughs> um, but not always. Right. No, but... She would have... Well, okay, like, at the end, she's talking about how she'd rather live, like, 
living alone in isolation is one thing, but living in fear is like mm. totally different. Right. And that's not something something she wanted to do. Right. Which is why she ultimately decided to kill Chase. Right. But I think that that would have just like culminated in a different way like with her dad she Mm -hmm. would have been living in fear with him the whole time too yeah agreed i wonder based on like how we're seeing everything that happens in nature mirrored in her life Mm -hmm. i wonder like what that would have meant like for her dad like what happens to a predator that like Mm. i don't know goes somewhere new or i don't Mm. know like, right. I wonder what the natural, like, process yeah. would have looked like for him. Or, like, that is wounded in some type mm. of way. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Whoa. <laughs> okay, last question until the, the final oh. one. Um, it says, Kaya is a complex person with shades of light and dark. The ending in particular reveals something huge about her character. How did you feel about her at the beginning of the book, and how did it change over the course of the book? Meaning, like, did you see her as a victim? Hmm. And do you think the ending fits with her character? I, the first time I read it, I didn't know who did it. Right. So I just assumed she was a victim the whole time. And I never, I don't think I guessed that she had done it. I'm sure it was, like, well, obviously it could be, because that's why she's on trial, but... Right. Mm -hmm. I did not think she did. No. Who did you think did it the first time? I think I thought it was Jumpin'. Mm. My brother thought it was Jumpin'. I thought it was Tate. I think I probably thought it was Tate. I thought Jumpin' was, like, being her dad and, like... But then... But then I remember thinking the first time I read it, like, if Tate or Jumpin' had done it, they would have not let her be put on trial. They would have been like, I did it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because, like, the whole point of them killing Chase, if they had done it, would have been to protect, to protect Kaya. Her. So why would they then let So then they would go. not let her right. be put to death for right. something they yeah, did. True. So then I was like, well, it couldn't be them. But I still didn't. I was like, I don't know. Well, it can't be her. her. <laughs> Maybe it was an right. accident. <laughs> and this is for nothing. Honestly. <laughs> Um, you really go through all of the characters, and you're just like, nah. yeah. Like when Tate gives her the red hat, you're like, oh gosh, <laughs> it was him. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think. Well, you kind of mentioned this at the beginning or at some point, Brittany. How like, or maybe it was Jalen. I don't know how she like didn't see it as a bad thing. Like yeah. it was like just nature's course. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it does very much so fit with her character like right she's trying it's kind of like nature versus nurture (laughs) it's kind of a conversation about that because she's just like doing what she's seen yeah that's like basically what she's been taught she's living based off of like yeah the rules of nature (laughs) yeah I think something too is like she doesn't do it right after she finds out he's engaged. Right. She doesn't do it even immediately after he tries to like rape her. Yeah. It's when like she's has to live in constant fear that he's gonna Hiding show up because he like keeps going to look for her. And right. Yeah. And she's like something I learned from my dad is that men like this always need to have the last punch. Yeah. Mhm. Turns out she did. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
Yeah, I think it fits her character. Mm-hmm. 100%. I mean, and I don't, like, honestly, I don't even fault her for it. No, no. like, she's not a malicious person or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's just literally that she's living in fear, and she can't live like that. Mm-hmm. So she does what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And then when she's meeting with her publishers, yeah. they're saying there's something, is it improper, or what did it, what's the word that they use? That was just in the movie. Oh. It wasn't in the book. Are you sure? Yeah, because I just read it. She just read it, so oh, I trust sure. her. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get to actually see any of the part where she's at the... Yeah. With the publisher. Oh, okay, then never mind. Which is interesting, too, because I think that kind of makes you more suspicious of her, because when you're going back in the timeline, mm-hmm. you don't see any of that night. Mm-hmm. You don't right. read any of it. But then the whole thing with the disguises, you're just like, okay, how would she do that? Right. Right. She she brought one suitcase. She's going to bring a grandma wig? No. Right. That's crazy. She did. She She sure did. Wow, go off, Kaya. Go off, Kaya. (laughs) Do what you got to do to survive, my queen. Um, Is your final question based on the movie? No. Okay, so then do we want to talk about how we felt about the movie yeah first before the final question yeah Yeah. okay so we just went and saw the movie today (laughs) literally the minute i finished the book (laughs) yeah Uh, literally (laughs) got up to go Brittany and i watched the movie a few weeks ago opening day all (laughs) all went and saw it today and i don't know i am scared sometimes with like oh absolutely book adaptations um because they're never as good as no. the book. Because the books are so good. But I will say that this movie did a really good job of telling the story that the book told. And not changing too many things. Mm-mm. Not leaving out any important details. And, like, all the actors were phenomenal. And hot. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> and I just think it was a really, it was a really good movie. I was telling them earlier, after we watched it, that initially my fear, because I saw the trailer also, but from the trailer, my initial fear was that, like, it didn't seem like what I pictured in the book, which obviously, like, you're not going to always picture everything the same, but it just seemed almost like she was too clean, Mm. (laughs) like... Because I feel like so much of the detail, especially at the beginning of the book when she's younger, is her being, like, so messy and, like, Mm -hmm. just dirty because she, like, doesn't have anything, any belongings. She lives in the swamp Mm -hmm. and, like, all this stuff. And so the, um, what do you call it? The preview? The trailer. The trailer. Thank you. The trailer just didn't really match up with that, I felt. Mm -hmm. But once I saw it all the way through, I think... Honestly, it's, like, one of the best, like, movie adaptations that I've ever seen. Yeah. It followed it so well, and especially having just finished the book, like, right beforehand, and I just read it over the past few days, so many of, like, the actual lines from the book are Mm -hmm. in the movie. And then even just now, when looking through it again to, like, pick out my quotes, I saw so many of them again that I was like, hey, she actually said that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which... I love that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought the movie was phenomenal. The 
I mean, the main things that were different is it starts out with her getting arrested. Hmm. That's the first yeah. thing that happens, which I was like, whoa, what are we doing? Right. But it, it turned out to be fine because then you get the whole backstory, like when... And I think that's kind of how you have to do it with the movie. Just right. Just less details, kind of. And, yeah. And the lawyer played a much bigger role hmm. throughout the entire yeah. film. But I liked that. He did such a good job and it... I loved him, so I didn't think that that change mm-hmm. took away anything. Um, and yeah, the only thing I missed was the poems, but like I don't know how they really would have done that. Yeah. Without us knowing the whole time that she was, the author. Yeah. yeah. So like I get it. That I feel like they could have, but it would have had to add so much time. Right. Because she would have had to be like, at some point. Now I'm learning about poetry. Right. Here are all these poems I like. And then we would have to hear that line, poets. the line from Tate's dad about how real men love poetry. True. Right. There's just a lot that would yeah. have to be added. Yeah. But they still used, like, some lines that were, like, very similar to them mm-hmm. so that you could, like, I don't know, because Kaya would kind of narrate different parts. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I like mm-hmm. when there's a narrator. Also, Mabel worked at Jumpin's mm. little shop, which is different right. than in the... But I liked it, too. Yeah. She was so sweet. Yeah. We probably wouldn't have seen her as much. Right. Because in the book, she's, she's just... mostly just there, like, when Kaya has an emergency of some sort. Right. <laughs> and they didn't really show those. Right. But... Another thing that I missed was her relationship with the goals. Mm. I feel like that was really big in the book and just her always going to feed them. We only see it twice mm. in the movie. I agree. And you see close-up of, close-ups of birds and, like, I don't know. You yeah. see that she, like, has an appreciation for them, but not, like... Not like it is in the book, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. But overall, the movie made me cry... The yeah. first time I saw it, I was weeping at the end. Yeah. The second weeping. time she saw it, she was sobbing. And at three different points. Yeah. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I thought it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Uh-huh. You have our final book question for us, mm-hmm. Brittany? Yeah, you do. Dun-dun-dun. Okay. So, in... The book. It's you holding it for me. Because <laughs> it's about the title, and I want you to be able to see the title. Okay. In the book, it talks about how Kai's mom used to always say, go out where the crowdads sing. Mm-hmm. And Jody would say, go hide out where the crowdads sing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what does that even mean? And Tate's like, it means where, like, go so far into the marsh where the critters are still wild. Or they mm-hmm. still act like critters. So, going... Like, contrasting the beginning of the book to the end of the book, how did the title change its meaning? Mm. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> she said, I am your English I teacher. I am a philosopher. She said, let's really get into it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. It'll change from the beginning to the end? Yeah. Well, wait. <laughs> I have some deep thoughts. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. At the beginning, like you said, yeah. we hear it more so when Jody is saying, like, go to be safe. Yeah. Right. So at the beginning, it's all about, like, her basically being prey. Like, she's needing to protect herself. 
Yeah. But then at the end, she's kind of the reverse. Yeah. Like she's no longer the prey. She is. She, the predator. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to say predator because like right. I don't see her that way. Right. But like, I guess in nature words. <laughs> yeah. I also think that. I agree, like, how at the beginning it's more of, like, a hiding thing or, mm-hmm. like, you need to go out where the crawdads sing to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. But then, as the book goes on, it's, like, where she flourishes. Mm. Ooh. And, like, at the end of the book with her and Tate, like, that's where they live. They live where the crawdads sing, and that's, like, their happy ending. Mm-hmm. And, like, they can be completely themselves. Whereas, like, if they were the critters, yeah. they were, like, <laughs> you know, they're still wild and they're, I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my thought. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Do you have any thoughts? Um, I initially, I was thinking the same thing as you at, like, the beginning where the crawdads sing is somewhere you hide. Mm-hmm. Where in the end, where the crawdads sing is somewhere, like, you can be brave mm-hmm. and, like... Mm. defend yourself if you need to yeah but also going along with what you were saying like where the crawdads sing in the beginning is somewhere like far away like you yeah you have to go way out yonder where the crawdads sing whereas in the end like you said like they were are they were at home but that was still where the crawdads sing so it was no longer somewhere you had to run to right It was home. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Wow. She's so introspective. She has an English lit degree. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Before we get to our rating of the book. Yeah. Um, we wanted to mention that we have a book playlist. In real life at this time, we do not. But song, when this comes song out... Song number one will be <laughs> Carolina by Taylor. <laughs> but once the... I almost said once this movie comes out. Once the episode comes out, it will be there. And we'll put it on our stories and everything so you can get to it. There are also playlists for the other two books that we've reviewed. Um, and they're really fun to make. But That's going to be a good do, playlist. Yeah, it is. <laughs> let's do some ratings. Okay. Ooh. Are we going with the same old yep. tears, same old, same old bunny hops, and bunny hops? Yep. <laughs> Are we doing both of them? Yeah. Let's Dang. do book then movie. Okay. Oh. Yes. I'll go first. Okay. Um, mine is. <laughs> I was re-listening to <laughs> to the first one so that I made sure that we included everything, and I kept saying four out of four. And you're like, nope, it's no. out of five. And I was like, four out of five. And then Jalen goes, four out of four. And you're like, no, it's out of five. What? Middle <laughs> Okay. four. But in this case, it's five out of five blue oxen for the book. And yeah. five out of five for the movie. Why yeah. is yours blue oxen? I don't want to get We into all that. know why it's blue oxen. I think People there's might one, not know. We haven't talked about it in a while. There's one episode where we talk about it for literally 30 minutes. So. Yeah, literally. But it's been a while, so maybe... Basically, we're not going to do it today. I will say it so fast, <laughs> just for you, Jalen, and then we're moving on immediately after. Because I will not take harassment in my own home. 
I didn't know that Paul Bunyan was not a real person. <laughs> okay, Jalen, you're up. I said no harassment. You can leave. It gets me every time. Sorry, okay. Um, my, my rating is out of bunny hops. And it did is. you do just the book or both? She did both. I did both. Okay, um, the book, five out of five bunny hops. The movie, five out of five <laughs> bunny hops. Why bunny hops? Because I have a rabbit. <laughs> Her name is Rosie. <laughs> she's cute. She's so cute. Oh my gosh. She's so cute. <laughs> Those are our bunny mom voices. So sorry you had to witness that. <laughs> uh, you're not always Lydia, you sorry you're not regretting sorry. being friends with us. <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> Maybe you, but not me. <gasps> I'm so mean. <laughs> Okay, anyways, back to me. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> So funny. <laughs> Thanks, I know. Um, so mine is tears. Um, She's a crier. Because I'm a crier. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is what it is. I always do two ratings. One mm-hmm. on, uh, like, as if the tears were stars, but also how much I cried. Right, so you know you're going to do four. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, in the book, I did not cry at all. What? What? Whoa. I just cried a lot. Did you cry the first time? That I read the book? Yeah. No. (gasps) My jaw was on the floor, but no (laughs) tears were coming out of my eyes. Oh my goodness. So zero out of five tears for the book um, in terms of literal tears, but in terms of figurative tears (laughs) or as stars, stars, um, five out of five tears. The movie, um, I did, I... The ending gets me every time. Yeah. Um, Just the ones, this one specific part just really starts the waterworks. And then it's going for the rest of the end. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (gasps) We're not going to get into it. (laughs) Like, I got home and I was like, oh, it'll pass. And Mm. I had to take medicine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I would give it maybe. I think I cried harder the first time. So maybe three out of five literal tears for the mm-hmm. movie. Um, five out of time. Five out of time. <laughs> five out of five figurative tears slash stars. Wow. A perfect review across the board That's for both wow. the movie and the book. Whoa. Dang. So that means it must be good. And next summer we're going to North Carolina. So perfect. Hey, Macau. Hey, Macau. Hey, Macau. If you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was really fun. <laughs> ten out of ten. I always love our mm-hmm. Call Me Five Chronicles episodes. Yeah, it's true. I really do. Talks about it all the time. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk okay. about it positives. Okay. Um. I have one. Okay. okay. We just reached 2,000 plays Shut up. from our podcast. What the heck? Which is so cute. That makes me so shy. <laughs> it's all me. Whoa. <laughs> just kidding. Oh. Um, I really love how, I don't know, I feel like every once in a while I get a message from a friend who will be like, hey, I just started listening to the podcast, or I had a friend once be like, your podcast inspired me to download, like, um, what's it called? Goodreads? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, what's it called? I don't know. 
don't know what you're I'm trying to, to read your brain and I can't. Uh, oh, she it inspired her to download an <laughs> affirmations app. Oh, like because of how we do like the end of our episodes, and that just is so wholesome. And I, I don't know. I love listening back on episodes and being like, oh, that's where I was at this point in my life. Yeah, it's like a little diary kind of. Yeah. Um, that's what really I thought fun. I was allergic to. <laughs> a diary. <laughs> Yeah, she talks about all no, the things about that are wrong with her. I'm allergic to that I'm actually not. Right. Yeah, we get to learn about all of Brittany's ailments. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, thanks good. for listening. Yeah. Maybe we'll have new podcast art one day. <gasps> what? what? Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 and Brittany, this is her last episode. <laughs> You're loved. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Dumb. Okay, <laughs> uh, Jalen, what are you thankful for? Okay, um, I am thankful for the summer that we've had. Shut up. And. I'm going to immediately cry. <laughs> we have done a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And not all of it has been um, sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> Specifically that one week, you know who you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? That one week. <laughs> that was not good. Where you lost your suitcase? When we came back from Europe and we were jet-lagged. Uh, we had to move. And, and I lost your my suitcase. luggage, and I was in a wedding, and I had, yeah, we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> As you just talked Besides that one thing. week, besides that, uh-huh. it's been a really good summer. Yeah. Um, I've never been so overstimulated in my life, <laughs> let me just say it. <laughs> never, ever, ever, ever. I have not been in the same place for more than a week since I left Kuwait. I would cry. <laughs> And I'm someone who loves being on the move, but if I have to live out of a suitcase for one more second, <laughs> I'm I'm mm. living with the clothes on my back. Oh my god! <laughs> but anyways, it's been a really fun summer. It really um, has. Really hot girl summer vibes, and uh, we have like two more days of it, kind of. <laughs> Um, oh my god, don't even speak that. Hey, um, this is my thankful. I can say what I want, because I'm not done yet. Hurry up. No. Take my time. <laughs> Anyways, the second part of what I'm thankful for, or what I'm excited for, is even though I'm still in summer mode as of today right now, I am looking forward to the start of the school year and like getting getting to like decorate my classroom and we're going to a really cool training that I'm excited for and I don't know I think it'll be a good year so mm-hmm. as much as I don't want summer to end I am also excited. It'll also be your second time doing the same thing. Right so which this will it'll be that way for me too because even though I taught last year mm-hmm. it's in a way different school and different grade and everything so it'll feel a little bit more natural, I feel like. Right. It'll also be nice getting back to contributing to the society and <laughs> yes, <laughs> doing something. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, I mean, I think as, like, summer comes to an end, I see, like, all of these videos that are, like, teachers just hating going back to school or whatever, which 
I get, and I am also there, but I think you can be both. I think you can be still in summer mode, but also be excited. So. Mm -hmm. Um, my, the, at the time you're hearing this, um, it'll be three days until my Dr. Pepper year has come to a close. Um, so I'd just like to take a moment. Happy birthday, Brittany. Happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Raven. <laughs> Good morning, Kanye. You haven't said that like in the last four episodes. <laughs> you're Makes welcome. You every time. <laughs> Good morning, Kanye. <laughs> um, this makes you think of that. <laughs> so I'd just like to take a moment in my last few days of my mm. Dr. Pepper year to be thankful for a Dr. Pepper. Sure. <laughs> <That's> so stupid. <laughs> it's delicious. Okay. You wouldn't get it. Did you try 23 varieties? There's 23 varieties? I thought that's what you said. No. Also, we need oh. help um, coming up with what our 24th year is going to be. Because mm. the only number 24 is who? LeBron James. And I that's not really Michael it Jordan, for us. one of those two. That's not really it. So, mm. we need something else that's 24. But... We don't know. So if you have an idea, let us know. The DMs are open. Great. <laughs> Talking what, to what, you is <laughs> <laughs> what is our 24th year? What is our 24th year? Over 18. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you guys, thank you so, 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 so much for listening. We love you so much. <laughs> Always remember, you are brave. You are independent. And you are loved. Bye. Bye. Love you so much. See you in five minutes. Thanks for tagging along with us today. We hope that we brought a little positivity to your week. If you like what you heard, make sure to rate us on Spotify and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We would love to get to know you and have you join our community. So follow us on Instagram at callmeinfivepodcast. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast on whichever platform you listen on so you get notifications for our episodes every other Wednesday. Love you. Love you. Love you. Hey everyone, if you know us at all, you know how much we love to copy each other. One of our favorite copy paste pastes is our bracelet from Follow, which was formerly known as the Wildlife Collections. We are so excited to collaborate with them and share more about their mission. Follow partners with nonprofit organizations to create bracelets that come with a real animal to track. You can track sea turtles, polar bears, elephants, and sharks. When you order your bracelet, they send you a postcard sharing details and tracking information for your animal. With every order, you help save wildlife. Go to their website, myfollow.com, and use our code CMI5-20 for 20% off your order today.